What's up, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts with the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. We've got our Locked On NHL host here to tell you everything you need to know as teams around the league come out of the All-Star break. The Stars started the second half of the season with a win in last night's biggest game. The Biggest Game. The Dallas Stars beat the Nashville Predators last night to come out of the All-Star break with big momentum. Our Locked On Stars host says it was a huge win for Dallas against a rival to build some confidence. Well, the Dallas Stars come back from the All-Star break with two massive points. What's up, everyone? Dane Lewis here with Locked On Stars coming to you after the Stars' massive win over the Nashville Predators here at home, starting off this eight-game streak of Central Division opponents with a win. Of course, always really good to get a win over the rival Predators. Jason Robertson gets two goals tonight. Rupe Hans gets a really nice breakaway goal. And Luke Lindenning, the icing on the cake, a really gritty play, making a stop on defense, falling on his stomach, getting up, and having a bang-bang kind of play with Michael Roffel. Nice to see Roffel back as well, but Glendening gets the game-winning goal. Really gritty game tonight, a lot of hits from both sides, a lot of penalties early in the game, but the Stars are able to overcome and come away from this matchup with two big points. And this is massive as the Stars are now inching closer back to that second wildcard spot. Calgary still in control of that spot, but the Stars certainly making their case to get back into playoff positioning. And the win like tonight shows that the Stars certainly belong in this playoff conversation still at this point in the season. The Philadelphia Flyers got knocked down one too many times last night as the Red Wings used consistent scoring to wear down Philly. Our Locked On Flyers host goes into why Philadelphia couldn't keep up in the late periods against Detroit. Hi, this is Rachel Donner from the Locked On Flyers podcast with your quick post-game reaction to that 6-3 loss to the Detroit Red Wings. The Flyers managed to respond quickly to Red Wings goals with goals of their own twice during this game, but they just did not carry that energy through the third period with only a couple shots on goal, and it it just wasn't going to happen for them at that point. The Flyers didn't do a good job on their own end supporting Carter Hart. Hart would probably want two of the five goals he was on the ice for back, but the defense wasn't helping him clear the puck in front of the net off rebounds either. That also prevented the Flyers from having a solid breakout throughout the game. I think the other big issue that frankly has been plaguing the team this entire season is the power play and brand new assistant coach John Torchetti has been assigned to help them with the power play, but they went 0 for 5 in this game and that is not going to get you wins for sure. One bright spot was the first NHL goal for Isaac Radcliffe, who continues to try and prove himself in these games up from the AHL Phantoms with the big squad. His fourth line actually had some of that energy earlier in the game, but again, nobody was really there in the third period. Uh, For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune into the Lockdown Flyers podcast. The Chicago Blackhawks started the second half of the season with a win thanks to a big performance off the bench from the second line. Our Locked On Blackhawks host runs down the box score after a win up north of the border. The Chicago Blackhawks come out of the NHL All-Star break and defeat the Edmonton Oilers 4-1 to up in Edmonton. What's up, everyone? I'm Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks. And tonight, as I just said, the Chicago Blackhawks defeated the Oilers by a score of 4-1 to to snap their mini little three-game losing skid that they had going before the All-Star break. And right from the get-go in this one, it was all about 
the second line, the Blackhawks' second line of Alex Debrinkit, Kirby Doc, and Brandon Hagel. Less than two minutes into the game, Debrinkit opened the scoring for his 27th goal of the season. And then shortly after, Hagel chipped in for a goal as well to double the Blackhawks' lead early on. And I talked prior to the game about how it was going to be really key for the Hawks to come out of the gate with a strong effort. Edmonton had just played last night. So the Blackhawks had an opportunity to really get things going early on with fresh legs after having a week away from the ice. In the second period though, things did get a little bit dicey. Edmonton came with a strong push. They did manage to cut the deficit in half with a power play goal from Leon Dreisaitl, but Marc-Andre Fleury as usual, all season long was a rock in net for the Blackhawks to keep them ahead, heading into the second intermission, and then out of the gate in the third, uh, Dylan Strome and Alex Dabrinkit connected on a beautiful passing play. Strome tipped it home to put the Blackhawks back ahead three to one. Two power play goals for the Blackhawks tonight, by the way, which really wound up making a huge difference. And then Kirby Doc added an insurance goal late, and the Hawks hold on to defeat the Oilers four to one up in Edmonton. A good way to start this third this current three-game road trip and with the Blackhawks mentality being hey we're going to continue trying here and let's see what happens this is a pretty good way to start beating the Oilers four to one in their first game after the NHL all-star break for more coverage on this victory by the Hawks be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks your team every day the Arizona Coyotes lost the front end of their back-to-back on Tuesday, but managed to take one win out of the two by beating the Kraken in Seattle last night. Locked on Coyotes recaps the win post-game. What's the key to the Arizona Coyotes winning a game? Well, the answer is don't collapse in the second period. Because we've been talking about that all season long, and guess what? They didn't do it this time. Because they actually got another win, a solid, a solid win, 5-2 over the Kraken, a solid response after losing the first game of a back-to-back 5-1 to to the Vancouver Canucks. So they have a great response with that 5-2 win over the Seattle Kraken. A 34-save game from Karel Vemelka, as well as a 2-0 performance from Nick Schmaltz. Yes, one of them was an empty netter in the final seconds of the game, but... Overall, good performance. Phil Kessel, two points. This is what you want to see from Arizona. And again, look back to what I mentioned in the beginning. They didn't collapse in the second period. They actually held it together. In fact, going into the that into the, into the third period, they still had the lead. They never surrendered a lead. They were up to nothing for a while, and they just and slowly, just slowly, at the beginning of the third period is when Seattle finally scored a goal. And then their second one, like, late in the game, like four minutes left. So the only two goals from Seattle were in the, were in the third period. So overall, as close to a complete game we can see from Arizona. And this is what we're going to see for a win. Arizona now 2-0 and oh over the expansion team, Seattle Kraken. This is what I'd like to see. We're going to talk more about this on the next episode of the Lockdown Coyotes Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. And that's all today for Lockdown Now NHL. Thank you for making Lockdown Now your first listen every weekday. And now that you're done here, make sure your second listen is Lockdown NHL and your team's local Lockdown Podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Lockdown Now.